Welcome everyone to Knox Game Design for November 2022. So this month we're going to be talking about number systems. So number systems I'll be looking at is decimal, binary, and hexadecimal. So the reason why you may be interested in these, if you're working with a high level game development environment, you may not run into hexadecimal or binary very often, but if you're doing like assembly, low level programming, you'll probably run into it. If you're looking like at uh, images and uh, uh, how a game actually works, lower level than the actual game development environment, you may run into into hexadecimal. And especially if you're working on the web and you're working with color codes, or you know, even if you're using a, a, a paint program, trying to pick color codes, you'll probably, you may run into hexadecimal. Um, so the first that we're going to look into is uh, what we call decimal, or this is basically the, the numbers that most people, most kids learn in elementary school, basically 0 through 10, 1 through 10, then 10 through 20 to 100. Um, typically with decimal numbers, we don't pad these with leading zeros or anything, but it's the numbers that we, we learned in school. Um, so basically, one thing to be aware of, which this will follow through the rest of the number systems that we work at, look at the numbers 0 through 9, those are all one digit. Uh, 10 through 99, those are two digits, it's two numbers. Uh, uh, 100 through 999 is three digits, and 1000 through 9999 is four digits. So basically, the number of numbers that you have in your number, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, uh, that's how many digits there are. So one thing to be aware of, and this might be something more like algebra high school level, is be aware that each digit represents 10 to a certain power. So 10 to the zero is one, 10 to the first power is 10, anything to the first power is itself. 10 to the second power is, um, or 10 squared is 100, and so on. And I've got examples here is up to 10 to the 6. So basically, the power that you're looking at, the exponent, is the number of zeros in your number, except for 10 to the 0. Anything to the 0 power is 1, just by rule. So we're going to look at some numbers here, and this, this may seem overly complicated. I try to make it color-coded, but this is another way to look at decimal numbers, how to break them out. So we got 0 through 9 over here. I don't know if my cursor is showing up. Uh, but basically, 0 through 9 is whatever that number is times 10 to the 0, which I said earlier is 1. So that number times 10 to the 0 is 1. Now, when we're looking at the two-digit numbers, like 10 is 1 times 10 to the 1st plus 0 times 10 to the 0. Um, so that would be 10 plus 0. 11 is 1 times 10 to the 1st, which is 10, plus 1 times 10 to the 0, uh, which is 1. So that that's 11. So I have the, f the first digit in the number in green, and then the second digit in red. So you can see the first number in green, the one in the tenth position, is whatever that number is times 10 to the first, which is 10. So for like 58, we have 5 times 10 to the first, so that gives us 50. Then for the 8 in, this, in that second column, then that's going to be 8 times 10 to the 0. 
So that's going to be 50 plus 8 is 58. Or 99 is 9 times 10 to the first plus 9 times 10 to the zero, which is 90 plus 9 gives us 99. So this sounds a little bit complicated. Uh, another way to think of it is the, the, the digit in the far right column is in the uh, zero position and the green number here in the second in the, in the leading position that's uh, the digit in the first position. So basically, so if we look at like the three digit number, say 256 right here. So we're going to, another way to look at it is like, look at the six first, the one here in red. So that's going to be six times 10 to the zero. So that's in the zero position. Uh, then the five is in the first position. So it's going to be five times 10 to the first. So basically whatever position it is in, that's going to be your exponent for your 10 value. And then 2 times 10 to the second, so that's going to be 200. So 200 plus 50 plus 6 will give us 256 for this one right here. Or 777 is going to be 7 times 10 to the second plus 7 times 10 to the first plus 7 times 10 to the zero. So that's going to be 700 plus 70 plus 7. That'll give us 777. Or if we look at, I got the four-digit numbers down here at the bottom. So we've got, for instance, this one, 1,234. So that one's in the third position. So that's going to be 1 times 10 to the third, plus then that 2's in the second position. Uh, so that's going to be 2 times 10 to the second. And then the 3 is in the first position. So we're going, when we're talking about these positions, we're going right to left. So it's going right is 0, 1, 2, 3. So the 3 is 3 times 10 to the first, and then your 4 is going to be 4 times 10 to the 0. So that's going to be 1,000 plus 200 plus 30 plus 4 gives us 1,234. So yeah, that, that's probably way, it seems really, like I said, complicated, but when you look at binary, it makes a lot of sense. So in binary, you just have ones and zeros, but it's kind of the same way where you're looking at the what what I was calling the digits position is now basically your bits position. So uh, zero and one, that's that's a one bit number, so that's just zero and one. Two bit numbers, you got uh, zero 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 one one zero one one. Uh, so basically, the zero and one is equivalent to zero zero and zero one. It just has a padded zero at the front. Uh, so basically those two numbers are equivalent. So if we got three bits, we got zero 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 one zero one zero zero one 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 zero zero one zero one 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 zero and one one one. If you look at these long enough, like the way I learned a lot of this is through truth tables. If you start building truth tables with true and false, you kind of set them up like this where you got all false to begin with, then you add one true on the very far right side. And then you do uh, false, true, false. And after you look at these long enough, this, this order kind of makes sense. And this is actually the same order. This is basically the numbers 1 through 7 right here. These are equivalent to decimal 1 through 7. So here in 4 bits, we got the same numbers. I didn't list out all the 4-bit numbers. I just put a few examples right here. But uh, like 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 0, 1, 0, which is 0, 1, and 2. Uh, 1, 0, 0 is 4. 
And I'll explain how you calculate this in a minute. But uh, these are just some examples of 4-bit numbers. Um, so one thing to be aware of. So like on the previous slide, I was talking about 10 to the 0, 10 to the 1, 10 to the 2, 10 to the 3, 10 to the 4. So we're kind of doing the same thing for binary, but it's uh, 2s for base 2. So we got 2 to the 0 is 1, like I said earlier. Two, anything to the 0 power is 1. 2 to the first, anything to the first power is itself. So 2 to the first is 2. 2 to the second is 4. 2 times 2 is 4. Uh, 2 to the third is 8. So that's 2 times 2 times 2. So 2 times 2 is 4, and 4 times 2 is 8. So we got the same. We do the same thing. I just listed them up to 2 to the 13th. A lot of these numbers probably look familiar if you're into video games and things like that. 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128, 256. Uh, if you're into programming, you've probably seen, uh, 512 and 1024. I remember like the old SIM memory RAM sticks were one, one megabyte was 1024 megabytes and, uh, two megabytes was 2048, uh, 2048 and three or four megabytes was 4096. And, uh, and then the next one up is one 8,192. So how do you convert binary to decimal? So if you got a string of one and zeros, like a computer understands, how do you convert that into the decimal numbers that humans understand? So it's, it's the same thing that I was talking about earlier, the, the way that we convert numbers, but instead of using base 10, we're going to do base two. So we're looking at for the first example for these one bit numbers, we got zero and one. So that's just going to be zero times two to the zero, which is zero times uh, one is zero. <laughs> and then one is one times two to the zero. Um, and that's that's one. anything to the zero power is one. So one times one is one. Um, so looking at these other numbers, so zero, zero which 0, 0, and 0, 1 is the same thing, like I said earlier, as 0 and 1. It's just got a 0 padded at the front. So 0 times 2 to the first is 0. 0 times 2 is 0. Then 0 times 2 to the 0 is 0 times 1, which is also 0. Um, so you get 0 for that. 0, 1 is 1. Uh, looking at one zero so it kind of looks like 10 but it's actually one zero in binary so one zero in binary is one times two to the first which is one times two which is two plus zero times two to the zero which is one so zero times one is zero so that's two plus zero equals two we look at three we got uh one times two to the first which is one times two which is two plus 1 times 2 to the 0, which is 1, times 1, which is 1. So we got 2 plus 1 equals 3. I didn't break it all down okay, uh, right here, but I can assume that people can like do the calculations based on that. Just remember, anything to the first is itself. Anything to the 0 is 1. Um, so looking at some of these 3-bit numbers, let's look at 101. Skip down here. So 101 in binary. So that's 1 times 2 to the second, which is 4, plus 0 times 2 to the first, which is 0 times 2, which is 0, plus 1 times 2 to the 0, which is 1 times 1, 
which is one. So we got four plus zero plus one equals five. So after you look at these long enough, you start realizing it's like everything in red is is in is in the one position. You multiply by one. Everything here in green, uh, you multiply by two. Then everything in blue, uh, you multiply it by four. So one, one, one is four plus two plus one is seven. Uh, one, one, zero is four plus two plus zero, which is four plus two is six. Uh, look at these four bit numbers. Just It's the same thing except your this uh, fourth position over to the left here. That's going to be two to the third, which is eight. So let's look at one zero zero one so one times two to the third is one times eight which is eight zero times two to the second zero times four is four zero times two to the first is zero times two which is zero and one times two to the zero is one times one which is one so we've got eight plus zero plus zero plus one equals nine um, if we look at 1001, that's going to be 8 plus 0 plus 4. Uh, 8. Yeah, 8 plus 0 plus 2 plus 1, which is 8 plus 2 plus 1. 8 plus 3 is 11. Uh, 1111 is uh, 8 plus 4 plus 2 plus 1, which is 8 plus 4 is 12. 12 plus 2 is 14, plus 1 is 15. So that's how you convert binary to decimal. Um, addition is pretty easy in binary. So just remember, it's kind of like standard addition that we learned in, in, in school with the carrying and everything. So 0 plus 0 is 0, 0 plus 1 is 1, and 1 plus 1 equals uh, basically 1, 0. So we got we leave one, then we carry a one to the next column over, uh, which I have here. And so if you have two ones, you got one carried over. So if you got one plus one plus one, that's going to leave you a one, and then you carry another one over. So here's an example right here. Uh, we got zero one zero zero, which is decimal four. And 0, 1, 1, 1, which is decimal 7. So if you add these two together, 0 plus 1 is 1. 0 plus 1 is 1. 1 plus 1 is 1. And we... No, 1 plus 1 is 0. Then we carry a 1. Then, then we got 0 plus 0 plus to carried 1 is 1. So that leaves us 1, 0, 1, 1. Which, doing the conversion, that's 8 plus 2 plus 1 is 11. Here's another example, uh, basically decimal 10 plus decimal 5, which is 1010 is 10, 0101 is 5. So all these are going to be 0 plus 1 is 1, 1 plus 0 is 1, 0 plus 1 is 1, and 1 plus 0 is 1. So what if we have, these are all 4-bit numbers, so what if we have 9 plus 7? So we got 9 in decimal, which is 1001. Then we've got 7, which is 0, 1, 1, 1. So we do 1 plus 1 is 0, and we carry a 1. So that's 0 plus 1 plus carried 1 equals 0, and we carry another 1. So 0 plus 1 plus carried 1 is 0. Then we carry another 1. 
Then we got one plus one, one plus zero plus to carried one is zero. But we still need to carry another one, but we don't have any more places to put that one. So that's when you basically get overflow. That's when, like, in some of these old, like, any NES games where you see a character wrap around to the other side of the screen, well, nobody went in there and actually programmed it so that, that the character would go to the other side of the screen when he walked to the edge. That's just basically your exposition overflowing to the other side or underflowing. You can also have underflow. I guess if you go below zero, you underflow. If you go over, like, the width, which was probably 256, which is the 8-bit number maximum, 255 is the maximum 8-bit number. So if you go to 255 and you had one and you got an 8-bit number, then that's going to overflow and take you back over to zero. Um, I think there's been some misconceptions on that. Uh, so, But if you're looking at an 8-bit number and you got 9 plus 7, uh, so that's with an 8-bit number, you got 8 bits, kind of like the digits with, with decimal, but their bits so that's basically for nine is zero 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 one zero zero one so it's the same number except you're padding four zeros at the beginning um and seven is zero 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 one 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 so same number it's the four bit number you're just padding it with four zeros and how do you know how many zeros to pad it with well that's dependent by your system architecture uh basically if you look up whatever like programming I guess it's either your architecture or your programming languages. Sometimes when you're defining uh, uh, data types, it'll tell you how many bits or how many bytes are in that number. So one byte equals eight bits uh, in most cases. Um, I think some systems it may equal seven. It might be one way or another if it's uh, signed or unsigned, which I'll talk a little bit about in a minute. Basically, we've got these two 8-bit numbers. Same thing with the 4-bit numbers. 9 plus 7. 9 plus 7 with 4 bits, it overflows over to 0. 9 plus 7 in, in, uh, with 8 bits, 1 byte, we'll do the same thing. 1 plus 1 is 0, and you carry the 1. 0 plus 1 plus carried 1 equals 0, and you carry another 1. 0 plus 1 plus carried 1 equals 0, and you carry another 1. And then... 1 plus 0 plus carried 1 equals 0. But now you're able to carry that 1 over into the 5th bit. So if we're looking at this, it'll end up with 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 0, 0, 0. And if we count count these exponents, so that's uh, 2 to the 0, 2 to the 1st, 2 to the 2nd, 2 to the 3rd, 2 to the 4th. 2 to the 4th is 16. Which I'd usually just remember the order of the, the powers, like 1, 2, 4, 8, 16. So I know that's 16 right there. So the answer of 9 plus 7 is dependent on the size of uh, of your uh, how many bits you have. Size of your data type, basically. So subtraction is like way a little bit more difficult than standard subtraction that we learned in school doing uh, binary. I think you could still do it the same way, but the way that the computer actually does it is use, using this thing called two, two's complement, which I'd never heard of until I got into college. Uh, it's a little bit confusing. There's like a, uh, an actual technical definition. You can have a, a complement of any base number. I think I saw in my old textbook.
So this is the textbook I use, Computer Engineering by Mano. This was like my first computer engineering book. It's, it's a good starter, the first one that I used in college. And it goes into like base, uh, the different base formats and everything. It goes into gates and everything else. Uh, Carno maps, all that good stuff. So that's a good book to get. At least that's the one that I use. There may be better books out there. I don't know. But that's the first one that I used. And I thought it was a pretty good book as an introduction to uh, number systems used in computers. Uh, yeah, so basically to get the two's complement, I just put like a really quick and dirty definition right here. This is not the technical definition of two's complement, but basically if you got a binary number and you got zeros and ones, you just swapped out the zeros for ones and ones for zeros. So you just basically flip everything and then you add one to that. Uh, don't ask why it's, it's a part of the formula. But if you just, I always think you just flip the zeros and ones and my number never does come out right. It's because you got to add an extra one at the end. Um, so to, so how this is useful to subtract one number from another number, you take the first number and then the number you want to subtract, uh, you basically convert the second number that you want to subtract into two's complement. You take the two's complement of the number you want to subtract and then add those then it's just addition again and then you may have a one that you carry over again you just drop the, off the one at the at the front of it so here's two numbers eight and five so eight is and we're dealing for i'm just dealing with four bit numbers again uh one zero 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 minus five five is zero one zero one so to get the two's complement of five so five is zero one zero one so to take the two's complement of that, <clears throat> you flip the zeros and ones. So that gives us one zero one zero. Basically, you're taking the knot. It's kind of like a knot gate right there. You're doing the knot of all the bits. Um, so that gives us one zero one zero. But that's not the two's complement. You got to add that one at the end. So that gives us one zero one one. So to add eight and five, uh, you take one zero 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 plus the two's complement of five which is one, zero, one, one. So add those, zero, one is one, zero, one and one, zero and zero is zero, then one and one is zero. Then you got the one at the front. So it kind of, kind of like I was talking about overflowing. You got this extra one at the front and you just drop that. So I just put an X right there. Uh, so you got zero, zero, one, one, which is three. So eight minus five is three. Here's another example, uh, 14 minus 7. So 14 is 1110. 1, 7 is 0111. So to take the twos complement of 7, uh, we're going to take 0111, flip all the zeros and ones. So that's going to give us 1000. Zero, zero, zero. Then we're going to add 1. So that's going to give us 1001. So 14 minus 7. So 14, 1110 plus the two's complement of seven, which is one, zero, zero, one. Add those two together. Zero plus one is one. One plus zero is one. One plus zero is one. And one plus one is zero. Then we got a one that we carry over, but since it's in the fifth bit position, we just forget about it. We just drop it. So zero, one, one, one is seven. So 14 minus seven gives us seven. So the last number system I want to talk about is hexadecimal. A lot of not developers are probably familiar with hexadecimal, but 
I'm just trying to make an easy talk here, something easy. Uh, maybe for anybody out there looking to get into computers and things like that and, and, and aren't familiar with hexadecimal. So, so in uh, base 10, in decimal, we got the numbers 0 through 9 for the first digit. In binary, we just have 0 and 1. But in hexadecimal, we have 16 different numbers. But numbers like 10 through 15, those are two digits. So we need a way in base 16 to represent those with only one character. So they just started using letters, A, B, C, D, E, and F. So uh, I'm calling these digits again. I don't know if there's any uh, uh, specific hexadecimal nomenclature for a digit in hexadecimal. So I'm just calling it a dig digit. Uh, so basically, one digit in hexadecimal equals four bits in binary. So there's a direct correlation between hexadecimal and binary. So it's really easy to convert hexadecimal to binary. Easier than it was converting from, from like binary to decimal. So basically, you got 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and then A. A is the equivalent of decimal 10. B is the equivalent of decimal 11. C is the equivalent of decimal 12. D is the equivalent of decimal 13 or 14. 13. E is the decimal equivalent of 14. And F is the uh, hexadecimal equivalent of the decimal 15. So you'll see F a lot. Uh, you'll see like FF a lot, which is 255. Like if you're on an 8-bit system, um, FF is like all ones in uh, binary or 255 in decimal so if you add one to ff and you got an eight bit number it's going to roll back over to zero but yeah a lot of times you'll see a for 10 and f for 15 um a lot of the other ones i usually sometimes you see like in a color code like a C0 or some combination of these hexadecimal numbers. Basically in your RGB, red, green, and blue, you'll see uh, two digits for red, two digits for two hexadecimal digits for green, and two hexadecimal digits for blue. And that goes back to the really old web browsers before you had like named colors and stuff like that. Uh, all the colors in HTML were represented by hexadecimal. So a lot of times you'll see that carried over just because that's how the color codes were originally started. Or if you want to get really specific in a color code, instead of like typing all the binary equivalent, a lot of times it's faster just to put the hexadecimal in there. Yeah, so that's a one-digit hexadecimal number. Like I said, equals four binary bits. Um... So F is equivalent to 1111. E is equivalent to 1110. Um, so the next one I'm going to talk about or just mention is two-digit, which I already mentioned a little bit previously, but two-digit hexadecimal numbers, which are eight bits. If you work, if you're working with eight-bit processors like the old NES and things like that, making old NES games. Uh, you'll probably see like this, or you'll see these codes, especially like with memory addresses and things like that. 
So basically, zero, zero is a decimal, zero, zero, one is decimal one, zero, two is decimal two. Uh, like I said, zero A is 10. Uh, all the way up to zero F is 15. Then you go to one zero, which is 16. I think I have these on the next slide here. So yeah, I have them all listed out right here. So F is 15, which is one, 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 one. So first column is hexadecimal. Second is decimal, base 10. Third column is binary. Uh, so you can see how it goes from one to F. And then doing the two digits just adds the digit in front. But the, so I have the one in the first column. That's uh, the 16 to the zero or 16 to the one value. And then the second column in red is the 16 to the zero column, which is um, one. So it's whatever that red digit is. So I have it all converted here. So like one F is 31, or let's look at the one zero again. One zero in hexadecimal, that'll be uh, 16 plus zero, which is 16. Then I have it in binary, zero, 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 one, and then zero, 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 zero. Um, I think I have more on this on the next slide, but like two zero is 16 times two, uh, which is 32 and two zero, the zero is just zero. So in binary, that's zero, zero, one, zero, 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 zero. And like I said earlier, FF is 255, Oh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, list those out. But yeah, basically, uh, I'll go to the end here. Basically, the conversion is the same as the the ten to the ten ten powers and the two powers. You're just dealing with sixteen powers. Um, I guess that's why I didn't list it out. You, rarely you see three hexadecimal digits together. Maybe it's just because I'm familiar with like working with like NES games and things like that. I'm accustomed to seeing uh, just two hexadecimal digits, which re represents one 8-bit number. Uh, go over a couple more examples. So like 8, 0, that's uh, 8 times 16 to the first, which is 128, plus 0 times 16 to the 0, which is 0 times 1, which is 0. So that's 128 plus 0. So that's going to give us, and it's really easy, like the first column in hexadecimal, the, that first uh, hexadecimal digit, that tr translates directly to a binary number. And then the second hexadecimal digit, that translates directly into a binary number. So you just put those side by side. There really isn't any conversion uh, or not as much conversion from hexadecimal to binary you just convert the first column to binary convert this or convert the first hex digit to binary convert the second uh, column second uh, hexadecimal digit to binary and that's your number that so converting from hexadecimal to binary is really easier or vice versa if you're going from binary like uh, let's look at like this one for uh, 17. If you're converting from binary to hexadecimal, so you got 0001, so that's a 1. 0001, that's a 1, so that's just 1, 1 in hexadecimal. 
Uh, let's look at one more. So like this one right here, 1010004000. So 1010 is A. That's 10. Uh, so that's A. Then 0000 is 0. So that's A0. Uh, so going to hex from hex to binary and binary to hex is, is relatively more simple than going to uh, to decimal. And I'll, I'll also mention, I didn't mention it earlier, but there is octal uh, in my 30 plus years of doing computer stuff. I've never really ran into octal. I think you might be able to use it. I think you can use it for Shamod codes in Linux and things like that, but never really used octal that much but it's octal is base eight so it's basically the same thing you just go from zero to eight or zero to seven um, but i've never really seen it much in use so yeah that's uh it for number systems hope hope people found it interesting uh, maybe a nice refresher or a nice introduction for anyone who's never maybe heard of binary and hexadecimal but never really understood exactly what they were or how to convert to those number systems um, and yeah basically it's called all computers are based on ones and zeros trues and false uh, that's why we have to use binary and hexadecimal for a lot of things so uh, that's going to be it for not game design for November 2022. Appreciate everybody out there listening and watching.